Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good, from scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled, Hold On. I've been out on the boat for some vacation time and I love how God gives me so many boat lessons, so many everyday things that are meaty spiritual parallels. Today's came across as a harrowing docking experience. But just a few days ago, I took pictures of my hubby as he gassed up and pumped out our beloved 30-foot, 45-year-old sailboat. Yes, the very one that was originally named Athena and still has my name embroidered in the curtains below the deck. As I watched him do both mundane tasks at the gas dock, I couldn't help but see the parallel. If we don't refuel on Jesus every day through worshiping our Savior, surrendering our hearts and thoughts, putting on our armor, studying the word and praying for wisdom, then our life will be lackluster instead of radiating the love of Christ. And just as importantly, we also must intentionally ask God every day to create a clean heart in us and ask for his help in being sensitive to the conviction of the Holy Spirit which includes, of course, repenting and then thanking him for his mercies that are new every morning. We need to refuel and pump out every stinking day. Ha, LOL, pun fully intended. So, hey, I filmed the intro to this message as well as the message for the week on the boat where my Prince Charming and I have been enjoying some alone time with each other and with God. In fact, the other day, as we motored for two and a half hours from the Des Moines Marina back over to the Foss Waterway in Tacoma, 
I sat on the bow and listened to my playlist of favorite worship songs. It was absolutely glorious. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can hear about this podcast and be encouraged. Or you might even know someone who needs to hear this message. So please share it with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of the podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. All you have to do is type in your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone. Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. I am coming to you again this week with thoughts on truth, the Christian life, and God's incredible faithfulness. The title of today's episode is, Hold On, The Wind Was Whipping. And I began to wonder, how in the world are we going to dock this boat? Coming into the long dock at the Foss Waterway Seaport is usually simple, as there's plenty of room. We don't have to navigate between boats. Easy in, easy out, easy peasy. Well, today was not that day. Ross pointed the bow to the dock and slowly met the landing site, which enabled me to use my um, hook. I was able to grab onto one of the cleats on the dock, but suddenly the wind blew and the stern moved away from the dock, so Ross was not able to jump out and secure the boat. So from the bow up here in the front, I had to loosen my grip on the hook so the stern could move in and finally Ross leapt onto the dock. Again, a gust of wind pulled the boat away from the dock and Ross grabbed the other end of the hook that I had in my hand, yelling above the howl of the wind, hold on tight. With all my weight against the lifelines, I tightened my grip and stood firm, wondering what would happen if I let go of the hook and was swept out having Ross on the dock. I'm not a sailor, y'all, so that was a scary thought for me. Finally, the wind died down long enough for him to secure the lines, but there were some moments where I honestly didn't know how this was going to end. So for the next hour or two, all I could do was see the spiritual parallels in that experience. And I saw them really from two different perspectives. I thought about first how the wind storms of our daily lives attempt to take us away from God, moving us in a totally different direction than where God had us moving. And we have to hang on to his promises and his word with everything we've got in us in order to push back against the wind and its pressure to back off, shut down, or stop following the call altogether that he's put on our lives. While God never lets go of us, we are the ones admonished to hold on. Proverbs 4.13 states, hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. The Amplified Version puts it this way, take hold of instruction, actively seek it, 
grip it firmly and do not let it go. 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 through 21 tells us to hold on to what is good. The whole body of scripture there says, do not quench the spirit, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good and reject every kind of evil. In the Greek, the root word of hold means to hold fast, keep secure, keep firm possession of. Can you just feel the action in those words? This is not some passive holding hands around a campfire singing kumbaya, people. This is hard work to hold on. And even more so, if you've put your yes on the table and are following God's call on your life in a way that is going to build up the kingdom of God. It is super hard work, especially when the enemy is coming at you with guns ablazing, which he will. I promise you that. And in Revelations 3.11, Jesus proclaims, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The root word here means not to discard or let go, to keep carefully and faithfully, to hold on to and keep carefully and faithfully what we have. So what does that look like for us? The dictionary actually defines careful as cautious in one's actions, taking pains in one's work, being exact or thorough, solicitously mindful, careful about, careful of. To me, that speaks of us protecting the gift we've been given and being sure we do not misuse, misapply, twist, or take that truth out of context to turn it into something that approves of our fleshly desires. No, it means we are cautious of how the enemy might try to deceive us, to move us toward letting our guard down. We take pains in studying the word in context, studying to learn what the word really means in our lives and asking the Holy Spirit to help us to apply it and convict us when we're not living it. It also defines faithful as true to one's word, promises, vows, steady in allegiance or affection. He is loyal and constant, and he is most assuredly reliable, trustworthy, and the only one altogether worthy of being believed and believed in. When we truly know this, we want with all our hearts to be like him, faithful in all we do, so he is honored. Digging deep on this was a great reminder that I have something to do in this equation. We all do. We have to hold on and not let go. Then right after meditating on these truths, I watched from the boat, Yellow Girl is my nickname of endearment for Carol Tetzloff, she was sharing the scriptures on my daily Facebook Live on the Redemption Press page. She taught from Psalm 1, and the episode was focusing on verses 4 through 6. Verse 4 says, The wicked are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. There's that word again, wind! I thought about the explanation of chaff in the farming context and how it's lightweight, without substance, 
so it must be separated from the wheat kernels through a process called winnowing. My prayer became as I listened and pondered, Lord, I don't want to be chaff. I don't want to be so shallow that I am tested or that I am tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. That's from Ephesians 4.14. For many years, this was who I was, but no more. All I can do is thank the Lord for restoring me and growing my faith deep so that I am no longer that shallow believer who is easily deceived by the many false doctrines flooding the church today. Then I stumbled upon a verse that I think just kind of brought it full circle for me. Psalm 104 verse 4 right at the beginning declares the winds are your messengers. Oh, how he is faithful to use the wind of difficult circumstances to deliver a message from him to us that we have some healing to do or to embrace, maybe some growing to do, some depth to build, some misconceptions and misapplications of scripture to uproot, some deep roots to spread in his word in context. So how are you doing at holding on to what you've been given? I bet the Lord has used lots of windy storms in your life to speak to your heart. And I would love to hear your stories as well. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I would sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, comment on this episode. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.